family home evening. Good bad Mormons. I'm Mandy. And I'm Charlotte. And we're about to take a shot of whiskey. Because we're really smart. Ugh. It's so good. <laughs> Mandy just um dry heaved. Not dry heaved. Just heaved. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> it's the angel's anus. Oh, sweet justice. <laughs> that was like three shots of one. Didn't have to drink the whole thing. <laughs> well, you said we were doing shots. Because uh, we like to do this combination of whiskey and wine that never ends well, but yet we do it every time. We're like, we're tired. We need to be funny for the internet. I know. Let's drink whiskey. <laughs> and now this is what you get. <clears throat> so uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, this Welcome. is a podcast. We're here to get drunk for you and dance. Dance with no pants on, but pants you can't off, pants see off. it. <laughs> <laughs> and tell you stories about times we got drunk and did stupid shit. Yeah, it's a fact. Um, <clears throat> yeah, sometimes tell you the cool things that are happening in the world and the not so cool things that are happening in the world. <laughs> the Matt Gateses of the world, right? The mud butt turd girl, perjury trader green. <laughs> <laughs> well. Cheers, uh, to our, cheers. Cheers. Let's let's have a sip of the real drink, which is what are we drinking here, Charlotte? Federalist wine. It's a Cabernet, Lodi. It's all right. It could be better. It could be better. Um, hey, uh, shout out to our patrons. Hey, patrons, you're the coolest. I actually got to go have dinner with one of our patrons last Lucky. weekend, and uh, it was pretty freaking rad. Hey, Dubs. Hey, Dubs. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to repent. <laughs> There's a lot of things to repent for this week. <laughs> that episode last week was a little out of our normal zone. We were drinking. A lot. <laughs> we drank froses by the pool. <laughs> and uh, and Courtney could not talk into the mic to save her life. She so was relaxing. She was very funny, <laughs> if you could hear what she was saying. <laughs> As you could tell, because me and Mandy laughed quite a bit. Uh, um at everything she was saying because it was hilarious. And then when I went to listen to it in the car, I'm like, what the? I was there and I don't even know what this bitch be talking about. Yeah, I, uh, I sliced the, the commercial into the audio as well. And apparently I put it in the wrong spot, right. which I'm not blaming on myself because I was dead sober when I did that. Uh, I'm blaming that on Anchor. Right. <laughs> Anchor, a podcast platform. You can record it from your phone. <laughs> It'll fuck up your shit, but you should try it. <laughs> I also would like to repent. I said that the flight attendant was on Netflix. It's it's, it's HBO Max. Oh, <laughs> big mistake. No, I'm I'm repenting. Huge, huge. But yes, yeah, so uh, better audio this week is uh <laughs> Hopefully, it's uh, Sunday night at uh, nine thirty p.m. <laughs> this will be coming into your ear holes in about I don't know two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. <laughs> no edits. Listen. We could release it at 4 a.m. They might not notice. Sure. What about the people on the other side of the world? Oh. Who are hungrily awaiting our beautiful and angelic voices. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> hey, um, I have a, a little uh, break from our standard Mormon corner this week because I want to tell the listeners about the Mormon mansion that I stayed in last week. <laughs> yes. Uh, I went to a little town called Letye on the island of Oahu, which you may or may not know is completely founded by Mormons and owned by Mormons. All the businesses are Mormons. And my friends who rented the house we stayed in, the mansion, sorry, the mansion, um, did not know this. (laughs) Because when I got there, I was like, oh my God, this place is amazing. And it's like an entire wall of the house 
opens up to basically you're just hanging over the ocean. It's beautiful. It's incredible. They're like, yeah, we tried to get you some wine, but we couldn't find anything. Like, I think the wine was sold out at the store or something. And I was like, did you, did you find anything else? Did you find any beer? No, we couldn't find any beer either. I was like, yeah, did you try buying cigarettes? Did you try buying pornos? Did you try seeing a rated R movie? You can't. <laughs> it's Mormon country. This town is owned by Mormons. I do want to maybe correct you, or maybe you could correct me. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure the Mormons didn't found the, 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 that city, The right? town? The town. Well, I'm sure the native people did. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably, yes. Actually, so uh, I was curious about when the Mormons got there. And I don't know when exactly that town was established. I don't think the native Hawaiians had the town of Lightning. Got it. But, got it. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, I found out that the Mormons went over there in 1850, which was, I don't know, some years after, not very many years Has after. It been around that long? Yeah. <laughs> Mormons? <laughs> yeah. Well, Joseph Smith, I think, started the religion, I don't know, 30 years before that, maybe. Okay. So it's pretty old, but yeah. Anyway, they, I, I guess um, there was a, some deal happening where, you know, Native Hawaiian people were practicing their ancient rituals and the, the threat, there was a threat from France saying like, hey, you got to let us have our Christian shit. And so basically with, I think they were threatened to be attacked or something like that. So King Kamehameha III was like, all right, fine. And he, um, he decreed this, it's called the uh, Edict of Toleration. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically, like, we're going to tolerate your Catholic bullshit. Right. <laughs> your Christian bullshit. And, uh, yeah, so that's when, so when, when that um, edict of, of toleration was decreed, that's when the Mormons could come in, too, because everybody was like, all of a sudden it was like freedom of religion. Right. And so, yeah, 1850, they came in and set up shop, and they, you know, had that whole town. They built that temple. There's actually a really beautiful Mormon temple out there and like but you can't go in it. I can't. Oh no, I can't go in it. Have you? Have you? Look, I've, I'm on my way to hell. <laughs> you gotta answer questions. You gotta get a temple recommend. You gotta get all kinds of shit. That shit ain't happening. But yeah, they built that in uh, in t- 1921 or something like that. Okay. Well, looks like uh, my no edit policy is <laughs> going right out the window. It was in the early 19, uh, 1900s, 1919, okay. 1921, something like that. Anyways, it's a very beautiful temple, and it's been there for, you know, since that long. They right. built the whole Polynesian Cultural Center out there, which apparently is amazing and pretty culturally accurate. Okay. They didn't bastardize it? No. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people really love it. And, but anyway, yeah, that's the town. The town of Light is owned by Mormons. Everyone who lives there is Mormon. We had a little private beach. Mormon Beach, Mormon Mansion, <laughs> and we snuck in booze and we got drunk. We're, Sinner. We're sinners. We were wa- we've been watching the new um, Under the Banner of Heaven, right? Mm-hmm. It's like so you're a tear, right? You'd be considered a tear. Oh, separate the tears from the wheat. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the wheat, clearly. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I see that tattoo on your arm. Oh, is that the one? That, that, did that do it? My, <laughs> was, my... that the, was that the nail in my proverbial coffin? <laughs> uh, I want to admit, actually, I should have repented for this, too. I immediately got sunburned the very first thing I did when I got there. I loaded up with sunscreen. Doesn't matter. I just totally forgot how to Hawaii. I lived on that island for almost 10 years, and I <laughs> burned the shit out of myself the very first day. 
Boo. Boo. Anyway, that's Mormon Corner for you. The, the t- a little history on the town of Lightyear, Hawaii. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like it. Well, cool shit. Uh, Under the Banner of Heaven is just still doing still doing good things for me. I like it. How'd you like that uh, Renaissance Pleasure Fair we went to today? Uh, that was nice. Except for I keep blowing my nose and just dirt and dust keep coming out. It's very dusty. Very, very dusty. I inhaled so much dirt. I uh, it, This was my first Ren Fair. And I was really lucky I got to go because I was supposed to have to work today. And uh, my coworker happened to be already be there, and he so he let me go. I only That's had to awesome. do like a little little bit of stuff today. Yeah, today was a full day. We started off waking up super early, driving down to Seal Beach, which is maybe like 30, 30 minutes from here. It's three yeah. exits after my regular commute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to work. Um, uh, on K- our local radio station. Well, I don't, it's not even local. It's a radio station that's you know, whatever. KLOS. Um, KLOS. It does Breakfast with the Beatles every Sunday. And one Sunday a month, they do a live uh, recording where we get to go drink endless mimosas mm-hmm. and eat sushi, which is weird. It's a Kobe Steakhouse. <laughs> well, they have breakfast food, too. That's they okay. do. But it's funnier if you're drinking mimosas and champagne or, um, and sushi. And their sushi is good. Like, I actually end up usually getting sushi. It's like 9 a.m. And I'm like, mmm, sushi. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, so we, we drank a lot of that. Then we headed over to the Ren Fair. It was also my first Ren Fair. I would have mm-hmm. loved that shit in high school. Oh my God, pricey. it was so fun. A lot of, a lot of pricey things yeah, in there. Yeah, surprisingly. Right? $300 for a skirt. I'm like, ooh, ouch. I spent, I spent $100 on a purse, but that shit was well worth it. Like, I saw the value in it. But $300 for a skirt that I can make myself, I'm good. Yeah, we went there in our street clothes. I don't know. I, I thought I was going to be at work, so I had like work clothes on, but it was really hot. Well, it was supposed to be hotter, but we had a nice cloud cover, but it was really hot walking around in denim, so we are like, looking for stuff to buy, and of course, everybody's all decked out in, you know, pirate outfits, and right. wenches, and, you know, fairies. Boobs and... are shelved up to their chins. It's oh, great. yeah. It was, there were so many great costumes, and then there, the, this whole tribe of people who put this on, they live there, and they camp there all weekend, and they do it, I don't know, however many weekends a year. I think, I think it's Don like was, six. Yeah, yeah. Don was saying six. But it reminded me a lot of, like, Oregon Country Fair or, like, Barter Fair. Right. Except for, like, Renaissance. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I, when we do it again, I think we'll, we'll dress properly. Yeah. And then we'll also do the pub crawl because that also looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever we, you know, talks in the, you know, get thee thy fill in the blank. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Another ale, wench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was super fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to go back to that. And now I'll know what to wear. Right. Mm-hmm. I also hate to say it, but half of the stuff, because we bought on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, well, we got some really cute parasols. We got, yeah. The, I liked those, because I've been looking on Amazon for different umbrella or parasols, and this one, you know, I liked it. It was yeah. 100 bucks, but it was worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those skirts, those $300 skirts were a little... Cr- like, I tried it on, I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can peel my sweaty jeans off of my sweaty body. And I walked down, and I was like, I'm going to buy this. And we're, we were like, I was like, how much is this skirt? And she's like, oh, those are three. And I was like, three? <laughs> That's in a hundred. <laughs> um, how was it to put those sweaty jeans back on? It was horrible. <laughs> but it was, better than, it was better than spending $300. <laughs> On a skirt. I made also of rags. would pay the $300 to not put the jeans back on. <laughs> uh, I just like that they call it the Renaissance Pleasure Fair, right? too. 
Well, my favorite, I was talking to a client. She's like, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, oh, I'm going to do the breakfast with the Beatles. And then we're going to the Ren Fair. She's like, what's the Ren Fair? I'm like, I don't know. It's like a Ren, it's called a Ren Fair. You dress up like a old timey, like, you know, um, holy grail time. Like, bring out your dead. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, Ren. I think they used to call that something else. And she had to Google it. She's like, oh, Renaissance Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, Ren, short renaissance i got it thanks are you telling me she got a haircut when she was there or something one of my other clients um got her haircut by a sickle like she <laughs> she volunteered herself like, i'll get a haircut and with a sickle they they cut her hair and then she had to come help me fix it <laughs> was it terrible actually it wasn't the worst they could have done a lot lot worse interesting it was great yeah, so that was fun. Uh, our Star Wars night was pretty fun. That was really fun. Yeah. I got to dress up like Leia, and I looked fucking awesome. Yeah. Courtney stole the show with her she chewy. Sure did. Yeah. She yeah. Ha- she happens to have the exact same color hair, naturally long, reddish brown hair that's Chewie's fur. Right. <laughs> and so her whole outfit was just, I mean, every little kid wanted to stop and stare at her and talk to her. Take and, pictures with her. Oh, and... yeah. She was like the star of Disneyland. <laughs> We didn't get to do any impersonations of Chewie, though, which was unfortunate. Yeah. I think my only criticism of that whole thing was that it was oversold, I feel. Okay. It, well, because, you know, they had all these really cool photo ops. Like, mm. you know, they had the, the speeder bikes, and they had the Jawas, and they had the Tusken Raiders, and the Ewoks, and the, the whole Red Guard with the Emperor right. and Darth Vader oh, and yeah, all that, that was stuff. Awesome. There was so much cool stuff. But it was like a two-hour wait for To take a picture, one. yeah. And I wasn't going to do that. No, I wasn't either. Like, fuck that. And the snacks, you know, they had all these cool snacks, but you had to wait a long time right. to get in there. And, like, we saw the, we were able to see the fireworks show, which was pretty badass. Like, the whole was Sleeping rad. Beauty Castle was basically, like, on fire. There was these, like, what, 50, 100-foot flames, tor- right. flaming torches coming up behind it, along with the fireworks and with all the Star Wars music and stuff. And we had gotten there, like, we didn't realize how many people were there. So we're, like, trying to find a good spot. There's nowhere to stop. Everything is jam-packed. And so we get on one of those, like, little kid right. Astro Blaster rides. <laughs> right. So we're riding that around watching the fireworks, which was actually kind of genius. Right. But it's like you just look out at the crowd and there's thousands of lightsabers. Thousands right. of lightsabers. So it was just, I, I think it would have been a lot of fun if they hadn't sold so many tickets to Right. It. No, that's true. And, yeah, halfway through I was like, I have to ditch this fucking lightsaber. <laughs> I just, I can't carry this shit anymore. And never again will I stay at the Disney Resort Hotel. Like, yeah. I'll pay the extra money and go to the uh, Grand California. Yeah. Because it's just, that walk is brutal. Totally. I mean, it's closer than any other place, you know, that's not a Disneyland, you know, hotel, but it's still far enough away that, no. Yeah. No, thank you. Especially when you consider, you know, you've got four people staying in a room. It really would have only been like 50 bucks each more. Right. Totally. But when you're looking at that price tag, you're like, $900 for one room for one night. But it was $600 for the room I we know, had. So it's just so dumb. Uh, but it was it was worth it. It was fun. I had a good time. And then uh, I, however, I had to go this weekend on Friday. I got to go see Sir Paul McCartney at the SoFi Theater. And that oh, was fucking yeah. rad. Um, and that guy is 80 years old and like still just rocking it. I've, this is my third time I've seen him. The first time I got to see him at the Hollywood Bowl. And then right before COVID, we got to see him at the uh, Petco Arena in San Diego. And, like, those tickets were, like, 100 bucks each-ish. This one was 260 for, like, nosebleeds. I immediately was like, no, I'm out. I've seen him twice. I don't need to see him again. That's 
a stupid amount of money for such a huge like arena because you're really just watching them on a TV screen anyways, yeah. right? You called it SoFi Theater, so I'm oh gonna... sorry, arena, SoFi Arena, the new the new arena in LA. It's where the Super Bowl was this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I watched the Get Back documentary, and it was so awesome. And I was just like, fuck, it. he's 80 years old. He might not be alive forever. He might be, but he might not. So I was like, fuck <laughs> it, I'm going. So we went, and it was worth it, and it was awesome. And wait, tell the people how much parking was. $100 <laughs> for, for parking. fucking parking. So, so stupid. And again, we split it four ways nice yeah but um, bananas that's but bananas. that's yeah that's just crazy town and uh we're gonna go see Ringo Starr at the Greek for a quarter of that price <laughs> <laughs> um I have one more thing for cool shit yeah are you ready I'm passing yeah. it your way so today finally I got them in the mail it is <laughs> read it to the people what I just gave you it's an emergency mini toilet <laughs> all the people can use and it's also in is that Japanese no that is Japanese. Yes. So now the next time we want a car party and we don't want to make Craig pull over, we can just. Oh, it's got a little um thing. It looks like a bag, like a like a, a long rectangle bag. This and is where the tank goes. It's got a lip sort of thing. Uh, kind of so a many chemicals in there, I'm guessing. Let me open just... it up and just see. Oh, what did I inhale? Oh, there's a. <laughs> There's some, there's very absorbent pad in there. It's a maxi pad, but in a bag shape. <laughs> so you just like, so when you. Other way around. That'd be the way you do it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, because imagine the. Oh, yeah. Gravity, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it looks like a bag with a, with a lip. It's, the lips sort of look like vagina lips. The, the vagina lips go around your b-hole area okay so that it doesn't you know drip, drip out yeah and then you just have to get comfortable with peeing into a basically ziploc bag in front of people <laughs> <laughs> in a car so anyway while it's moving we we finally got the goods we're gonna i'm gonna take a picture of this so you guys can see it and we're gonna test it out in a car ride and <laughs> we're gonna take craig's new truck we're gonna, we're gonna use our emergency mini toilets oh he'll while, love that while we're on the road it's a great idea and we'll we'll give you guys a review when we're <laughs> when the mission's been completed one and a half stars <laughs> there was urine everywhere you're in luck you're out of time <laughs> You're out of time to pee anywhere but in in a bag. Uh, should we go into this motherfucker? There's so much to cover. Mm, oh, you yeah. know what? Cool shit. I've got one more thing for cool shit. Okay. There is a guy who is a Lyft driver who went to pick up this couple outside of a bar mm, that apparently mm-hmm. they owned. I saw this. Where was it at? So it was in Pennsylvania and... His name is James Bod, B-O-D-E, Bode? Bode. Bode, Bode <laughs> um, He, yeah, he was a Lyft driver in Pennsylvania. He picked up this couple, and when this woman got in the back, she said, oh, look, it's a white guy. And he said, excuse me? He's like, look, he, he's white, and he speaks English and everything. And he's just like, um, get out. <laughs> and she's just like, what, are you serious? Oh, just kidding. He's like, no, get the fuck out. Like, that's not appropriate. And I don't, and the husband's like, wait, you Seriously, you're gonna you're not gonna give us a ride. He's like, no, it's totally inappropriate what she said. He's like, you're, you know. And then he started cur- cursing him out and using the n word. Use the n word. I was gonna say and like, was he he 
followed up his racism with more racism. And uh, the guy was like, no, get the fuck out of here. And then it turns out they're the owners of the bar, so that's going to suck for them. Yeah, what's the name of the bar? Um, well, let me put the... Fossil's last stand. Yep. <laughs> so it was great. So luckily, you know, he recorded everything. So when I saw that this morning, it, it made, at first I was, I don't know why I misread the title and I thought he was being racist too. And I'm like, why would he share it if he was also being racist? And then I watched it. And I was like, oh no, he's a goddamn hero. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah. It kind of reminds me, um, I, I learned this on Twitter. I had no idea. You know how sometimes you'll see business names that are like cutesy versions of like a regular word, but they'll use a K instead, like quick country kitchen or right. something or, you know, whatever, but they'll use, they'll replace the C with the K or the K sound with a K. Right. And that was a way for KKK people to like signal to each other that they were KKK That's back in the up. day. Really? How fucked Yeah, like quick stop or, you know, like stuff like yeah. that. I don't know that every business is like that, but... That was a legit thing. Interesting. Right? Well, now I got anything that's got a K and I've got to double check before I give it any money. Right. And I don't know that you'd even be able to find it. And it might be like an old business that was right. started by somebody's racist grandparents. But that's true. Still, but, you know, interesting. The name. <laughs> yeah, right. Totally. Totally. All right. Uh, okay. So this motherfucker. <clears throat> I really, really, I'm getting excited for the midterms. I got my ballot in the mail. Uh, we have the glorious opportunity to get Todd Spitzer, who is the district attorney of Orange County. We are voting on his ballot. So obviously we're voting against him. Yes. yes <laughs> I kind of yes, just want to yes. write in anybody but Todd Spitzer. Right. Don't but, care who it is. It's but, not him. Yeah, but his like campaign uh, posters, billboards, signs are all over our neighborhood and right. all over our town. And I really, really, really want to go do some shit to them tonight. Like, I want to spray paint racist across them. That'd be nice. <laughs> like, I don't want to just get rid of them. I want to let people know why they shouldn't be voting for right. Todd Spitzer. I do appreciate while we were watching Under the Banner of Heaven, so Hulu's got commercials, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of anti-Todd Spitzer commercials. And I'm like, you know what commercial I can get behind? <laughs> this works for me. Yeah, I don't care who you are, sir, but uh, you're you not Todd vote. Spitzer. Yeah. <laughs> you have my vote, sir. Yeah, that guy is such a racist piece of shit. Right? God, he's terrible. I was I was talking I was talking to one of my clients who actually does canvassing and talks to people and goes door to door kind of a thing. And there's like that's well all well and good and, and you know, keep doing that here even in Orange County, even though we're we're technically flipped to blue, but I feel like we're more purple, you know. Totally. Um but the thing is we already know California is blue. We already know that it's a democratic state and I don't really feel like we're gonna lose that. So there's part of me like, should I fly to Kentucky? And like, because I swear to God, Rand Paul and mm-hmm. um, and the Mitch McConnells are both from Kentucky, and how they keep fucking winning is beyond me. Well, you'd have to move to Kentucky, otherwise it's legal. I can't go door to door. No, I'm oh, not I voting. Thought you were talking about voting. No, no, I'm gonna go canvassing <laughs> to go tell people that they're fucking awful and that they need to not vote for these people. Oh, that's a good idea. Right. I mean, it doesn't sound like listen? fun. No. I'm a Democrat from California. <laughs> Get off my land. <laughs> I'm just saying there's got to be something we can do because if we don't, I don't want to sound like all super paranoid, but if we if we don't do well in this midterm, we are so completely fucked mm-hmm. on everything. You know, we're going to lose, we're already on this 
verge of losing our reproductive rights. Mm-hmm. You know, gay people are going to lose their rights. Who, who knows? Maybe even inter- interracial couples. Like, you just have no fucking idea. It's a slippery slope. Like, their whole argument against, well, if we have any sort of gun reform, we would, well, we're going to lose our second, you know, amendment right, which is total bullshit. But they use that, like, can't touch it at all because it's a slippery slope. But it's not a slippery slope for my uterus or, mm-hmm. you know, for birth control. I mean, Louisiana is trying to say that having an IUD is equivalent to murder at this point. And it's like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah, that's insanity. So I just, I'd, hopefully people understand how important these midterm elections are. Um, and if they don't, it's just, they, I don't feel like there's a coming back from that very easily. Right, totally. And there's been a lot of gun violence I mean, there's always a lot of gun violence in right. this country, but in the past three days alone, there have been, you know, huge stories of people, oh, what, 10 people died at a grocery store. Right. Some little white kid who's listening to Tucker Carlson. Right. You know, listen to him talk about replacement theory or something it's like that. It's pretty much trying to say that, you know, white, it, and honestly, like, <laughs> this whole replacement theory is pretty much saying that there needs to be more white people. Mm-hmm. And also now there's whole, like, we need you guys to have babies now. Like, I don't feel like this is a, a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh, let's make it so you can't not have babies. And also, we need more white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so fucked. Oh, speaking of, slightly off topic. Oh, I did want to mention one thing, too. Um, that in, in our town, in, like, the town over from us today, uh, six people were shot. One person was killed in a church. Right. Uh, in Laguna Woods, and they were all really old people. Right. You know, and these happen to all be Asian people, but, like, you know, gun violence is a fucking thing. Right. But I wanted to tell you, just speaking of the, like, white replacement theory or whatever, uh, did you see that show on Netflix called Our Father? No. Oh, my God, it was so creepy. It's, I think it's in Indiana, might be in Illinois, it's one of the I states, (laughs) but it was basically this fertility doctor was jerking off and inserting his own semen into women Mm-mm. and they, all these kids when they started doing 23 and me found out they were related there's over over 94 kids or something that are half siblings what the fuck and in, in some cases too like the husband had gone in with the wife and provided a sample to the doctor the doctor took it in another room jerked off in a cup and put his own semen inside the wife That's- isn't that fucked up? And there's no law against it. Like, he didn't get... he. The only thing he got in trouble for was lying to the district attorney or the general attorney general or something about having done it. He said he didn't do it when he did. But there's actually no crime. It's not battery. It's not... It's nothing. There's That's not... incredibly fucked up. Right? And the fucked up part about it, so he wouldn't talk about it. He didn't want to come forward. He's like a good religious white man, you know. He had all these character witnesses saying he was such a good man. And, uh... The, the kids were, like, sleuthing, and they were like, fuck this asshole. Like, who the fuck does that? Right. You know, this is our, our parents and stuff, our mom, and our who we thought was our dad isn't our dad. Right. Well, you they'll know. always be their dad. That's but true. Yeah. But you know what I mean. 100%, yeah. And uh, one of the email addresses came back with this thing called Quiverful. Have you heard of this? No. It's a some religious fanatic thing where it's like you're supposed to have as many babies as you can. Right. And uh, repopulate the world with white Christian babies good god um and that's the thing this guy was super blonde hair blue eyes like he was the a lot of the kids are legit theorizing and rightfully so that he was trying to like you know just seed the this whole area with 
white people, white babies. Right. And now they're in this position where it's like, oh my God, have I dated somebody that's my fucking brother? Right. You know, because there's 90 whatever of them within a 20 mile radius that's of so each other. Up. Yeah, super fucked up. It's called Our Father. It's I on Netflix. Watch that. <laughs> I need to watch that. Yeah, it's creepy. Um, I was going to say back to the fucking mass murdering of guns. Um, the GOP Twitter put out today that we are always on the side of pro-life or some shit like that. It's like, right. It's sure. like, wow, that's cute, putting this out. No word about gun violence. You're like, you're... Yeah. Just, oh, it makes me choke. It makes me want to, like, murder everybody. Uh-huh. I was like, and I know, you know, I probably shouldn't put this on the internet, but, yeah. like, why do they keep shooting... Well, I know why. Never mind. I take it all mm-hmm. back. I'm like, I'll just... These fucking assholes, like Tucker Carlson and, like, I forget the senator's name. She also has been spouting this... Uh, replacement theory thing and she like there's no accountability for these things I feel like they should be able to turn around like the victims that got shot and killed like their family should be able to go and sue Fox News and Tucker Carlson totally and Absolutely. like like they're the ones who are like propagating this bullshit it's Elise Stefanik Stefanik something like that um I'm not sure she is from she's a congresswoman a conference chair GOP conference chair chair from New York. Yeah, she's always tweeting really horrible, problematic bullshit. Right? Although I have to say, this guy, uh, Toby Morton, on Twitter um, was tweeting, hey, you know, Elsie or Elise or whatever her name is, you failed to secure Elise Stefanik2022.com so I got it and created you a new website. Enjoy! (laughs) So, if you go to that, uh, her name, 2022.com, it pretty much, it's horrible pictures of her looking stupid (laughs) and, like, donate. I'm sure that goes to the person. Can you read us the website? It's E-L-I-S-E-S-T-E-F-A-N-I-K- 2022.com.com. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you can subscribe, you can donate. Uh, it says, Let's Keep It White The Replacement Theory and Why I Support It. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put that in our link tree. <laughs> perfect. And then it says, Who is she? I am a monster. I am a vile, disgusting politician who is responsible for the Buffalo, New York shooting spree. How? That. Uh, what is in his manifesto that I placed into his head? Why? You know, so pretty yeah, much, yeah. yeah. Anyways, you can read it because it's great. And uh, I love it. I love when that happens when they don't get their websites <laughs> and other people take them. It's like my favorite thing. Uh, I'm going to go. I think we should hear a word from our sponsors. And while we're doing that, I'm going to go look at that website. Fabulous. Well, hello again. I know it's been a while, but don't you worry. Your friends here at Temple Twat have been hard at work coming up with new products intended to help maintain that holy holy years. Today, we're so excited to introduce you to a new evolution in freshness, Temple Twat Poon Powder. Poon Powder is an innovative way to maintain that just showered freshness all day. Just a small handful of poon powder can keep that notorious B.A.G. dry and smelling glamorous all day. We're not sure why Heavenly Father chose to make the bearded clam often emit the odor of a rotten tuna taco, but we're here to fix it with three lovely scents. Trigardenia Gash, Magnolia Muff, or Lilac Lady Garden. And yes, we all know that talcum powder is rubbed on your genitals is the cause of ovarian cancer, but don't you worry. Thanks to tithing, the Mormon church has enough money to hire the best attorneys to defend itself from lawsuits or pay you in the event that you win. You won't! 
So sprinkle some poo powder on that pink wrinkle and seize the day. Temple Twat, committed to keeping your hole holy. Family Home Evening with Bad Mormons listeners get 20% off your first purchase of poon powder. Just use the promo code SISTERWIVES at checkout. That's promo code SISTERWIVES for 20% off your first purchase of poon powder. And we're back. Welcome back. Hey, um, you know, all that talk of the Ren Fair earlier and smelling incense and patchouli made me think of a really funny story from the time that I used to work at a a natural food grocery store. <laughs> Go on. Do you want to hear it? I would love to hear it. Um, I had, I've had a few pretty fucking terrible bosses in my day. This one, I think was, uh, I think this one was the worst. Yeah. A, a lot of our listeners probably know who she is. I'm going to go ahead and call her Karen. <laughs> Just for anonymity's sake. But, uh, you know, I was her assistant manager for a long time, and I, we had this thing. I mean, it was fairly okay for most of the time. I worked there for 10 years, you know, and it was pretty okay for most of the time. And then towards the end, like the last couple of years, she really just started taking a disliking to me and just being a horrible cunt to me. Yeah. And this was one of those things, too, where, like, she would, she would always take credit for my work. And, you know, and I think everybody knew, like, the higher-ups knew who was doing what or whatever. It was really infuriating to me. And she, you know, like, she would have me do all this stuff, have me do all this work. She wouldn't do shit. Well, I'm, you know, now in retrospect, like, having the job I have now, I'm sure she did shit. Right. But I did a lot of the work. Right. You know what I mean? And I was getting paid, what, like, 16 bucks an hour or something back then. But, um... So our, this relationship started souring and I, you know, I, I'll own up to my part of it. I became a pretty shitty worker, <laughs> you know, like I was just like, I'm kind of over this shit. I'm tired of you like taking all the credit for everything. I'm tired of doing everything and I'm tired of you just like piling all this shit on me. So I'll admit that I was, you know, pretty, a pretty shitty worker there towards the end, especially like the last six months right. that I worked there. But, um, she, so she started, she, she, I did so much of her job that she actually gave me the password to her computer so that I could go onto the computer and do it as if I was her. Right. Right. It's that kind of shit. So it wasn't like, you know, whatever got turned in, it had her name on it, her stamp. It came from her email, her computer, because she gave me her password to do it on her computer for her. So it looked like she was doing it. Right. Right. God, she sucks. Yeah, she was so horrible. She And she was, like, breaking all these rules, too. Like, you're not supposed to get free samples sent to your house. Like, it's a considered, like, an ethical conflict of interest. Right. She was, like, like, I saw she mail would come in. It would be like, we sent this to your home address, you know, kind of shit. So, like, I knew she was being super shady. But anyway, so she, she really took this disliking to me. And our HR manager, who is, at the time, who is someone we know and love, uh, she was was coaching her on what to do. Like, she was complaining to the HR manager. Mandy's <laughs> doing all this stuff. She's, like, being bad, and I wanted to fire her or whatever. Whatever it was. I don't know the conversation. Right. And so the only reason I know she was talking to the HR manager is because she kept a diary of everything on her computer. <laughs> and the very first diary entry was, like, I talked to HR, and HR told me that I should be documenting you know, all the things that she's doing wrong. 
And so I'm going to start documenting this right now. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> I'm a moron. Right? So I'm reading this living document from the day she starts it, reading everything she adds to it, because I have her computer password. Right, and I'm right. on her computer doing her job. So I'm, like, reading, you know, entry after entry after entry of her just, like, <laughs> just the way that she's documenting these things are, like, I, that, I do that now. Like, I document things like, oh, this person was late. They were scheduled at this time. They clocked in at this time. Right. Or, hey, we had a conversation about this. This is what I asked them to do. They didn't do it. That sort of thing. Right, which right. is how you're supposed to be doing that. Right. So so I watched her, um, just I watched this document evolve. I checked it every single day. It was like checking my email. Like, ooh, did you put anything in the diary about me today? Ooh, did you put anything in the diary about me today? And it, it starts in October of uh, 06. And it ends um, the day before I quit the job uh, in June of 07. And it, so it's a lot. I'm not going to read it all, but there's a couple of things in here just to give you You kept a, it? Oh, my God. I emailed it to myself at the very end. I'm going to tell you what I did with it. Okay. But I have it in front of me right now. It's in my Gmail. I forwarded it to a lot of people. I was like, look what a cunt my boss is. But, yeah, this is the final version. So it's like, uh, just for example... Uh, just for an example, she says, so our computers were changed from some software. This affected Mandy's email and all of her addresses were gone. She said it was going to take a long time to set it up again. I asked how many of them were work and how many of them were personal. And she told me some were personal and I let her know she needs to do the personal on her personal time. She had already been doing this for up to a half an hour. I was at my desk getting ready to meet with her. I thought she was waiting for me, and she thought I was waiting for her. So I don't know if she was doing the addresses for all that time, but when I came down, she was looking at something to do with makeup. Dot, dot, dot. Which, P.S., is my job. Right. Uh, dot, dot, dot. Her response to saying she needs to do this on her personal time was solemn. So I asked if she thought this was what she should do, and she said yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's one entry. Uh Here's another one. I don't remember what date, but Mandy said she felt as if I was watching over her all the time. I said I was not. <laughs> That's an entry. Uh, <laughs> here's a thing where she, she finds me looking up something, translating something from English to Spanish. And that's when she decided to go to HR. And so there's this whole thing about the conversation she had with HR. <clears throat> uh, then she goes into how she gave me a verbal warning about that. Um... Mandy was verbally and physically not happy about this. I don't think she told me any real reason as to why, but I believe she has a personal issue with me, and I think it comes from gossiping and negative talk behind my back. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> uh, I'm going to scroll down because it just get, keeps getting better and better and better. Oh, I asked her, I asked her to stop using so many colors and fonts on the schedule. I've requested this for the last two years, and she keeps doing it, and I continue not to say anything. <laughs> There's a whole thing about how I asked her if she if I could get spray paint for a, an end cap. <laughs> and it's just the stupidest, like, longest paragraph of a thing that was like, I told her the display looked good, and then she went and bought the spray paint she said she was going to buy, and I told her I didn't think she should do that. And then she ends it with, what I really sense is some kind of issue that she isn't given the authority to leave the store and go purchase stuff. <laughs> it's like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> uh, for the rest of this day, Mandy has been snotty and defiantly when walking by, giving me the cold shoulder with no eye contact, etc. That's an entry. Here's a good one. 
Mandy has called in sick. Dot, dot, dot. Interesting. <laughs> Period. <laughs> <laughs> However, she did say that she had not been feeling well. That's January 9th, 2007. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of more stupid shit that's just like, I asked her what happened to these products she discontinued. She said she put them in the break room. I don't know if that's true. You know? Does it matter? No, it didn't matter, obviously. Uh, I, here's, a, here's an entry. I keep finding her personal lotion on the counter. <laughs> well, petty. Uh, yeah, let's see if there's anything else good in here. I'm just, I mean, I'm just scrolling, scrolling. I would have gone in and like updated it before I left. Well, being I, like, that's exactly what I did. Oh, go on. <laughs> Wait, let me read you the last one. Uh, six four was told she went home to help her sisters do stuff. It was not written on the schedule. As we have agreed. She called in sick today. She's saying she had diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, so that's the last uh, entry. So I think I, I think my last day was like a few days later. But uh, I went in and I, a whole bunch of people at work were in on this too. Right. Like, I was like, should I just delete it on my last day? No. Or should I, like... <laughs> change it to say something else and so we had we had written this whole outline of like you know january 6th mandy's so wonderful i don't know what i would do without her (laughs) january 8th mandy continues to do my job for me i'm really thankful for right (laughs) and that kind of stuff that's exactly what i would have done just a really long stupid uh entry like that so i on my last day i forwarded this to my gmail i have it Still, obviously, to this day, because I'm reading from it. I forwarded that to my Gmail from her computer. I deleted it, and then I replaced it with this document that was like, Mandy's so wonderful. I'm so glad she does my job for me. (laughs) I gave her all my passwords so that it could look like I'm doing it. Exactly. So, yeah. (laughs) I haven't even thought about this. I don't know why it popped in my head, but it just popped in my head. Uh, and I'm so glad that I still have this because it was just so fun to read today. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's the worst boss I've ever had. Yeah, she's pretty fucking terrible. Karen. Karen. You all know Karen. Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so funny. I was going to say, I, you know, I had a great boss at, at the same natural food grocer. <laughs> um, but I did work at the meat department who was not a great boss. Now, she didn't have any, like, I don't know. She just was never, like, our our job was to cut meat and just, you know, wrap it, display it, clean it, clean it up, you know, whatever. I don't think her, she ever, I don't think I ever saw her cutting a piece of meat in my life. She was always up in the office, up at her computer. And then her assistant manager did work, but he was also up there quite a bit. No one bothered to teach me anything, like, how to, like, I could, I did pork, I did lamb, and like chicken. So if we were out of those things, I could cut them clean and put them out. And also, mind you, everybody worked mornings. They were there at like 7 a.m. And so they'd all get off around 2, leaving me and one other person who also didn't know how to cut beef. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be like, they'd be like, well, where, where's all the New Yorks? Like, why are we out of beef? I'm like, well, that's weird because uh, I don't know how to cut it. <laughs> like, I mean, I could just go in and butcher for all intents and purposes, butcher it mm-hmm. and fuck it up. These are expensive sides of meat. Uh-huh. Um, so, of course, they all thought I was the worst. But to be fair, no one ever trained me how to do it. So what am I supposed to do? So being that I could only do these things, which limited everything, I would take my breaks and go to the bar, the beaver down the street. And then I'd come <laughs> back. And then I would just sit around and just talk to bakery and, like, 
and like the deli people who shared an apartment with us and like I just I was a horrible horrible employee uh, you know what I just thought of a, a, a few of us have gone to work for the corporate version of this you right. know this little grocery store we worked at which you know ha- had obviously figured out a lot of things about how to operate you know which was great to learn but a bunch of us have gone to work for that company and I, I just remembered as you were talking about that this my boss Karen mm-hmm. actually went to work for the company as well uh, oh did she yeah back back when she left the the job and she her position was basically my position when I left so she, instead of being, like, the manager, she was the assistant manager. Ah. And I think she did that for maybe, like, six months before she was gone. <laughs> really? Oh, good. Yeah. She didn't last. Yeah, I kept, I just kept a little tabs on her, you know, just to see, like, I would put in her email address, because we all have the same, it's a formulaic email address, right. you know, at right. dot, 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 you know, dot com. And, uh, yeah, so I, I was, like, when I heard she'd gotten a job, I was, like, I felt really proud of myself, because... I was in a higher position than she was immediately. Right. Yes. (laughs) And continued to get higher positions after that. Right. And, uh, yeah, she didn't last very long. Yeah, because she's awful Mm -hmm. and has no work ethic. (laughs) (laughs) But the HR manager at that store, God love her. The best. Just just the best. Just delightful. Um, There was a fun little story about that was... uh, I had a boyfriend that I had been seeing for like six months, you know, whatever. I don't want to get into it, but he fucking broke my heart and cheated on me with some skank from the deli. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned it. Uh, yeah, I try. I have it for a couple episodes, though, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but anyways, what had happened was, is like, I don't know, they banged at some party and then he flew out to Utah and hung out with me and our family, which was just rude. Mm-hmm. And then when we got back, I found out about it. Whatever, we broke up. Or he broke up with me, and then I found out about it. And then he tried to be like, "I'm so sorry." Anyways, long story short, he writes me this long letter like, "Oh, I don't love her. I love you." Blah blah blah. I'm an idiot. I'm like, yeah, you are. And I ripped it up, and then I was like, "No." And then I taped it back together, and then I xeroxed it, and I put it in her, um, in her inbox because <laughs> we all have our own box mailbox. mailbox up at the where you clock in and clock out and so i'm like fuck that bitch um so i put it in there and then i heard a little bit later that she was gonna go to hr about it because apparently i'd violated something <laughs> so i went to our hr person and i was like hey um i, want, I need to talk to you about something real quick I, I don't know if i did anything bad or not but i just figured you should have a heads up she's like what happened so i told her i was like but you know i was just letting her know that her boyfriend is you know piece of shit um who's saying he loves me and not her so i just thought she should know about it and now she's telling people she's gonna come talk to hr about it she's like yeah you're fine but don't do that ever again <laughs> so it's really nice when you're friends with the person who's in charge of human resources <laughs> Oh, you know what I just remembered? I had a, I haven't thought about this forever, but I have a funny one, too, where, um, I, so I used to, we used to make the tags, the shelf tags, like, on the shelf. I used to hand write those. It was, like, a little Avery label, and I would write the the vendor at the top and do a little outline by hand and then write the name and the price and everything. All that stuff was written by hand. I remember that, Can yeah. Can you imagine how much, how long that took? Yeah. You know, anyway. <laughs> so, and... So I had a whole shift of that because I had to, we were redoing the whole department or redoing the whole thing. So it would so, be like where the price tag is underneath the product, right? Yeah. There's no barcodes. It was right. all handwritten. Right. So, <laughs> so this was stupid. like an eight hour shift of right. me doing this. And so I went up, we had a little like conference room office thing upstairs. And so I was like, had scheduled myself to be off the floor just to do this all day long. 
And which was fun for me too, because like I, you know, artistic right, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and I was doing it for a while, and I was so bored in there, and it was like hours and hours of just you know hand cramping and writing. And I, we had a little one of those little TV VCR combo things in there, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna put on a movie, you know, just like background noise, right? And, you know, I was thinking about it like putting on a CD or something, right, right? Like you know, I'm still obviously doing my work, but then I can hear, you know, it's Pee Wee's Big Adventure right. or something, Point Break, <laughs> something I've seen a billion times, right? So it's like in the background, so it'll entertain me. And uh, so I'm doing that for a while. I don't know how long I'd been in there doing it. And the HR manager, same HR manager, comes in and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was legitimately like shocked that she was angry. And I was like, "I'm just, I'm working. I'm like not watching it." She's like, "This is really questionable. This is you're in here in a locked room, in a closed room, watching movies on the clock." And I was like. Okay, I can see why you would think that. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not. Look at all this work I've done, and I shoved her. <laughs> but when I think back on that now, like having done the job that I'm doing now for so long, it's like, oh my God, I should have been fucking fired for that. <laughs> Even though I was being productive, like dumbass, dumbass. <laughs> so yeah, that was a little. That was a little learning. A learning. Sometimes story. you know, it's nice to be able to have a little leeway of. Knowing where you went wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I um, won't tell the full story, but I moved to grocery and I was an even worse employee. And we <laughs> found out that I should just either A, work for tips mm-hmm. or work for myself. And, mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think we figured that out pretty. Like, I can't be somebody's employee or at least need to make, be compensated for my performance, not just overall, because mm-hmm. it doesn't work for me that way. Yeah. And if you'd like to compensate Charlotte for her performance, yes. why don't you head on over to our Patreon? <laughs> it's as little as three dollars, and as much as you want to give us. And uh, the votes are in. It looks like we're gonna do the CTV ring. Yeah, choose the bad for our patrons. <laughs> so look forward to that coming your way soon. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us. We are on all the social medias. Uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook. Oh, we have official merch. You can get it. It's uh, it's on our Team Public site, which is on our link tree, which is on all our social medias. Go to YouTube, like, subscribe, share. We have uh, 83 subscribers. I wonder what it would take to get to one. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, send us your stories if you'd like to share your stories with us, or if you'd like to be a guest on our show. Yeah. Send us an email. Send us up on Instagram or send us a Facebook message. We would love, love to do it. F H E bad Mormons at gmail.com. 